Good morning. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Wednesday morning, and uh, we'll hit about 60 degrees for a high today. What's going on? I just want to let you know, we finally turned the heater on last night. <laughs> oh, oh <man>. yeah. sucker! <laughs> it is. You did hang on there for a long time. i got to give you credit. We finally turned it on last night, only in the upstairs. Not downstairs, just upstairs. Sure, well, heat rises anyway, so you're good. Wow, you are, uh, you're a hearty sort. <laughs> so I just want to let you know that. It, it made me laugh. But you guys are great this morning. I love you. And you make my morning bright every day. That's Aww. very nice. That's very nice of you to she, say. You know what? She she calls. We recognize her voice. She calls a bit. And uh, I think that was a month, month and a half ago. We were talking about turning the heat on. And she called us wimps. Yeah. And well, said they go much longer each winter before turning the heat on. That is clearly. Pretty, yeah, that's a long yeah. way to go. Today is January 27th. So yeah, and, I, and yesterday, and rem- wow. And remember, I didn't have heat for uh, a couple of weeks, and it was not fun. And you know, I mean, I mean, it certainly wasn't as cold as it has been over the past four days straight. Um, but it's not fun at night. That heat, you know, I mean, you know, people talk about, uh, you know, oh, you live in the desert; it doesn't get cold there. Yeah, it it does. It, it does. You it, know, it gets pretty cold. When I moved out here in, in 1989, I remember somebody saying to me, "It's like, oh, we have jackets." <laughs> we wear jackets, and yeah, we do. It's, it's yeah, you know, on, on occasion. More occasional than other parts of the country, but we do wear jackets. Yeah, I don't think I've I've worn a jacket yet. This uh, I don't think I've worn a jacket in like two years. Yeah, no, I'm, a, uh, I'm like a sweatshirt or long sleeve shirt guy. Yeah. It takes a lot to get a jacket on me. Yeah. You Unless know. I'm riding the motorcycle. If I'm on the yeah. motorcycle, I'll throw leather on or something like that in the wintertime. But yeah, jackets are, uh, I've got a whole a whole closet full of them. I really do. I, you know, a whole closet full of them, jackets, Hockey jerseys, tough to wear in though. Wear yeah. though, unless it gets like this. You brought them from other parts of the country. Yeah, of certainly did, and I'm not getting rid of them. I don't know why. I should. It's Mark and Andrew Paul. Mark over here, and and Paul. I finally saw what you had mentioned to me, which is the uh, the trailer for the new Godzilla versus Kong. Which is, out. which is, it's about time they got Godzilla right. Now they're going to resurrect Kong again and, and have him fight Godzilla, which sucks for me because one of them has to lose. It's basically the monster movie version of Superman versus Batman. Yeah, it looks like they've set up Kong. By, and by the way, they've stripped him of his title. They're yeah, not he's calling just him Kong. King Kong. He's just Kong. Well, he lost the title to Jerry Lawler in a Loser Leaf Town match. Is that right? In, in okay. Memphis. Yeah, I'm not sure you knew that. All right. That's Probably good to know. Probably haven't been keeping up to it, yeah. But, um, yeah, I saw it, and it looks like they've set Kong up as the good guy. And Godzilla's the bad guy. Well, Kong has never been the bad guy. Have you ever noticed that? Kong has always been sort of the unwitting victim of circumstance. Taken many boat rides he didn't care to take. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He was never he was never really a, a, a volunteer or a participant. For it. By the way, is it me or has Kong gotten a lot bigger? Remember, he used to climb the Empire State Building. Now he's bigger than every building <laughs> in Tokyo. Have you noticed that? Remember that? Remember Kong, he yeah. climbed the Empire State Building. He was nowhere near as big originally as he is now. It, and you're right about that. It, and if you watch some of the some of the fight sequences, I was glad to see they're just fight sequences. They don't they're not using martial arts, which you see in too many movies now. Yeah, it's yeah. like everybody in the world is trained in spinning heel kicks, and it's, right, yes. you know I don't want to see Kong executing one of those. Although I will say in one, and we're not giving any spoilers away because it's in the trailer, but uh, I will say that I see when they first show uh, Godzilla and Kong meet face to face, Kong then responds by throwing a perfectly executed overhand right like Mike Tyson did in oh, yeah. the prime of his career. Yes, twists his fist a yeah, little bit yeah, at the I mean, end. Turns yes. the shoulder into it, stuff like a perfect form, like, like Ted 
Teddy Atlas was training him. It comes from the hips. <laughs> Kong knows that the power comes from the hips. I love. Uh, I love. They're called kaiju movies. I love monster movies. And still, to this, I, I'll watch it. You know, I'm going to watch it. You're going to watch it. And we're all going to wait for the most amazing part of the movie, which will be when the final noise comes out. They haven't used it in the trailer. Hell yeah. They better have it in the movie. That's the money shot right there. If you don't have that, you don't have Godzilla. And they finally, look, they finally got Godzilla right. The one that they did with Matthew Broderick was awful. Um, and then they brought it back a couple times. And there was another one they just did with uh, Vera Formiga yeah. in it, which was, I, I don't think it was that great, but at least they're getting the animation and they're getting the monsters right. a little bit more realistic. This one looks like it's going to be awesome, okay. and except for a little bit you, of the realism. You just said realistic yeah. and realism. Yeah. How about where there's a scene in the trailer where Godzilla breathes his fire breath and Kong catches it. Yes. In his, in his hand. In his hand and, and punches him with it. Jams it back down Godzilla's throat. Remember. What, what this, did he borrow a buddy's welding gloves? Yes. yes what, he, how does he do that? He broke out the Carlton Fist catcher's mitt <laughs> and did it. I mean, here's the thing. And when you see Godzilla, right? I mean, this is where you have to suspend disbelief. This is where you have to suspend yes, disbelief. This is where. Um, you see him, he breathes that. It's called atomic breath, by the way. Okay. Yeah, just get, get the nomenclature correct. <laughs> lest you be corrected by the geeks. Um, so he breathes atomic breath. This thing can cut through steel. It it can it will melt warships. It it levels buildings, but apparently King Kong's right hand is well, just impervious to it. Again, high end welding gloves. I, I would think they so, really yeah. are. They're yeah. very flame retardant. Well, you you so. don't really get what you pay for. So it is, that's coming out in March, by the way. And I will it's watch a ways it. off, but I they will keep watch showing it. it everywhere. It'll be better than Train to Busan. Not a t- it will, and you know it. Well, now, who are the people in your neighborhood? The people that you meet each day. It's a part of the week where we try to make the world a smaller place and make you a little bit more acquainted with the people that live close to you, behind you, in front of you, around you, but you've never really met face-to-face, but you got to describe them to somebody. Like, for example, the guy in my neighborhood who I will now refer to as Q. Q is the guy that, for whatever reason, I don't know where he lives, but he decided it was time to break out the charcoal lighter fluid the other day and barbecue. Oh, I got you. Yeah, it smelled, okay. it smelled fantastic. The whole neighborhood smelled like you know lighter fluid, like the, you know, the, the stuff that you use to, to light up the charcoal. It was great. I was like, oh, Q is at work. All right. That's my new neighbor. I, I, I describe him you perfectly. That's how he is. We actually have a new guy in the neighborhood, too. No kidding. I will call him the FaceTimer. Oh? Because when we walk the dog around 9 p.m. every evening, he is always out in his driveway FaceTiming huh. with somebody. I mean, pretty much every single night. Interesting. And he's speaking in his native tongue, which I do not know what it is, but it's some sort of Middle Eastern dialect. Okay, then. And uh, I imagine, boy, if it was the 1-800-COLLECT days... He'd be ringing up some serious charges. I would there. think so. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's you know, again the world is a much smaller place, which is sort of the point of neighborhood nicknames. Do you have one? Yeah, you got one. Yeah, crackhead Ken. Crackhead Ken. Yes. Well, I don't think we have to ask you why. I suppose, <laughs> but ha- is he a crackhead? No, he really wasn't. But he was funny because he was a neighbor across the street. He had ventilation throughout his house to smoke his pot. And the whole neighborhood called him Crackhead Ken because he would always be stoned. Now, let's be honest. There's a huge jump between crack and pot. Couldn't he be Pothead Ken? Yeah, he couldn't have been Pothead Ken. You guys had to go straight for the crack? I don't I don't think he, you know, differentiated between them. <laughs> you know this, or are you just casting, disper- casting aspersions? <laughs> he was funny. I mean, he was a good guy. I mean, he, but... 
I mean, you, when you put like the ventilator, you categorize him as a crackhead. <laughs> right. You got to classify him as that. So, do you? I don't think uh, you do. That's actually the classify The stage name actually. He's got the band Crackhead Kenny and the Spoons. Oh, I'm not sure. You know them? Yeah, no, I've never heard of them. Great yeah. band. Yeah. yeah. No. Haven't been able to tour because of COVID yeah, and everything. But... Yeah, well, you don't want them getting sick. <laughs> so if you've got one for us, we always collect them so we can bring them to you here and there. And everybody has them, those weird people in your neighborhood who you give little nicknames to to amuse yourself and your loved ones. So you can give us a buzz here. Well, now, who are the people in your neighborhood? The people that you meet each day. I never even got a chance to drive in the rain the last few days when it was pouring. Every time I went out, it had stopped. I never even got a chance to check. Because you know what happens here in Arizona? You don't use your wipers for like eight months because you don't need them. (laughs) And then it rains one day. You turn your wipers on and they're all gross and dried out. And they go. Yeah. I get uh, I get what I call the mouse tail. Uh, which is when you, you know, on the truck, if you don't turn the wipers on for, you know, five months, which is very possible here, they just yes. basically bake to the front window. Yeah. Um, and then the first time the, the, uh, the wiper arm moves, you see this little <laughs> thing of rubber just sort of flailing in the, in the breeze because it's a, it looks like a mouse tail. Yeah. You know, no, they get all dried they out and crappy. Disintegrate and, uh. and splinter and stuff. All right. So you didn't get a chance to do that. Uh, question for you, yeah. Mark, from the audience, uh, me, being me. How long are you going to let those go? You're going to you're going to wait till next next know. spring to I guess I'll I mean, I, you know actually I have been doing the you know where you press the wiper and the you know the fluid squirts up and you clean your windshields off. So But your they, wipers haven't they, rotted and, and disintegrated, I have they? I don't think so. But I haven't cleaned the windshield in a while, so I'll check it today and see how how they're doing and Fun fact, I found the dumbest, coolest, stupid, most unnecessary and yet awesomest ridiculous feature on my Ram, my new truck. Well, it's, it's not new. I've had it for a year, but I you know, went over to the Earnhardt people and got the, the, the new Ram Rebel. I have what they call, if you're ready for this, rain-sensitive wipers. What? This is, like, you know how when you... you <laughs> You know how when you get in your car? No, I oh, wait, can guess. Yeah, no, no, no. You know how when you get in your car and you can turn your headlight to auto so that you're too, if you're too stupid to know that you have to turn your headlights on, yeah. and the sun goes down, your front lights go on right, automatically right. in your car, you put them on auto? Well, apparently the intermittent thing on your wipers, like if you turn the thing and you snap it to the intermittent thing on your wipers and it, you know, it wipes your, your windshield once every, I don't know, 12, 15 seconds, whatever Whatever it is. you set it at. Yeah, whatever you set it at, right? Well, my truck doesn't listen to me. I can set it to do it like every 20 seconds or whatever it is. But if the rain gets a little bit heavier, the truck takes over and decides, hey, man, you need to wash your wipers. You, you need to run your wipers oh a little bit more. God. It's the dumbest, coolest feature ever. Rain-sensitive wipers. I don't even have a choice. It's going to get to a point now where you're not even going to be able to turn your wipers on. You're just going to be driving down the street. Minute water hits your windshield. Your wipers are going to be like, what the hell's going on? You have rain-sensitive wipers? What are you, big-timing me? Yeah, I am. Yeah, that's how I'm big time on you. Rain sensitive wipers. It's the dumbest thing ever, and yet, well, I kind of dig it. It's one of many like features that we never even would have envisioned that we would have needed, like like a heated steering wheel or heated right. seats, or yeah. something like that. Those are so great. You know what still doesn't happen, and I, and, I, and I don't know, maybe one of the luxury car companies does it. Why don't we have a, a heated cup holder? Or a refrigerated cup holder. It's a good idea. You know what I mean? Something in the center yeah. panel where you yeah. put it down there, you can set the temperature on it, and maybe, yeah. you know, you can keep your, your drink a little colder or your your coffee stays hot. Yeah. Why not like a hot plate in the, in the middle of the truck? I'm just glad that I have just the button to lower the windows instead of the crank because I'd probably tear my rotator cuff. <laughs> 
at this point. <laughs> you know what? You know, they already have, and this is ridiculous. I know that they have remote controls for your car stereo radio, which is stupid because you're too lazy to reach <laughs> reach to the center panel of your car. They have power sunshades, which is basically something kind of like, you know, the awnings, the commercial you see for the power yeah, awning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have those for your car. Like if you pull into a parking lot and you decide you want to put the sunshade up on the windshield so you don't burn your dashboard, you can do that. I'm waiting for the powered... You know, uh, sun visors, sun visors. Yes. You, you know, if you're too lazy to take your wrist off the steering wheel right. and flip it down because you've got oncoming light. Yeah. Just hit a button on your steering wheel. That thing rolls down. I need those. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> 100.7. KSLX. I need to have so those. Stupid. It's too hard living without them. For those of you that haven't been sucked in by the undercoating, <laughs> may we offer powered sunshade? I don't have them. And the struggle is real. <laughs> Phone number, contributions, questions, criticisms, queries, whatever it might be. Yeah. 480. Recipes. 470. KSLX, what's up, man? Hi. Um, I was just listening to you guys. You guys were talking about heated and refrigerated cup holders. Yeah. My 2012 Dodge Charger SRT has them. Uh, what are you, big time in me? Of course it does. Why <laughs> no, wouldn't I'm it? not big time in you guys. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's, that's the point. We're like, I'm sure somebody has it. Somebody offers it. Now, that's a 2012, you say? <clears throat> wow. Yeah, 2012, 2012 Dodge um, SRT, and yeah, it has uh, heated and um, uh, refrigerated cup holders. I would have uh, thought I, I would have had ever. that in the Rebel. I would have thought that would have been part of the package. Yeah. You know what, um, Neanderthal, I have a Rebel, too, a 19 Rebel that I bought, and you would think that because of everything they have on them, that that would be something that they would have. Yeah, on that's on what them. I thought. That would be a stock thing that comes maybe, with the truck. Yeah. Maybe they stopped yeah. doing them because it got the liquid too hot. People burn their mouths while they're driving or something. Maybe. Yeah, something yeah like exactly. That. And they didn't want to get sued like, you know, like, <laughs> like McDonald's. Like McDonald's, yeah. yeah. It was too hot. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, well, I, mean, I, mean, well, I mean, there's so many unnecessary things that I have in my truck right now. I mean, just ridiculous <laughs> things that it does. Well, you only just – Paul. by the way, we're talking about this because Paul – Discovered that he has rain-sensitive wipers. <laughs> rain. I found this out literally yeah. this week. I mean, I've had the truck for over a year, and I didn't realize I had rain-sensitive wipers. Yeah, I mean, to people in Paradise Valley, that might not be a new thing, but to the rest of us, yes, that's it was a like, big deal. All of a sudden, I was highfalutin. I was. <laughs> I felt like. I, I, I felt like. Look, I didn't hit Mega Millions, but I felt like I did. You know, it's funny because I have this two thousand. Actually, I think it was in the 2014 Ford Fusion that I had for a while. Yeah. Um, I, I drove it for probably a year, year and a half before I realized I had heated seats. And only because I hit them by mistake. <laughs> I reached over. I, I knocked that with a knuckle. And all of a sudden, I'm like, Jesus, what is, with, what is going on here? Yeah, yeah. And I realized it was the seat and not a problem with my skin. And I'm like... Well, oh, so that's what that does. Nice. That's what that – and it's like when you finally figure out what that light switch in your house does. Exactly, yeah. Then you can't oh. stop using it. <laughs> and you're like, then you, well, then you show it to people. <laughs> then, you, when then people go, hey, check this out. Did you know this? This, this, runs, this runs a lamp. Like, you put a lamp in here. <laughs> like I have more charging ports in my truck than they do at Sky Harbor. I mean, it's, yeah, so, it's, it's ridiculous. It's There's so many stupid things. That, and by the way, I mean, all of those obviously are part of whatever package they can get you to do along with the undercoating there, Wade. Yeah. Um, but it's like, I guarantee you, as as knowledgeable as my salesperson was at Earnhardt, he had no idea half the things my truck does. It's, I, have I, to study. I, he can't possibly no, know. You have to study. He can't possibly know. I mean, when you look at the, when you look at the, uh, the specs of the thing, like if you, you can get your owner's manual is on the, the onboard computer, it looks like the layout to the Death Star. Right. 
It's ridiculously yeah. complex. No, I mean the first. I mean, looking at the dashboard in the car I have now, I was yeah. like, huh, this is this is pretty crazy. Yeah, it's it's no, it's not the you know the, the 1976 Ford Maverick straight six 250 that I bought right. from my cousin Adam for 250 bucks. <laughs> it's not that car anymore. We've come a long way, baby, with that car. Good morning to Mary, who emailed us and said, uh, I've had my car for almost three years, and there's still a switch slash button that I can't figure out what it does. I've even tried looking it up in the owner's manual. No luck. We can cue the phone calls and emails asking to find Mary's button. <laughs> and that's going to happen shortly. So uh, and we were just talking about features in cars, and, you know, sometimes you don't even know what the hell a certain button or, or feature I, does. There's one, and you remember the day... <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, when we were, uh, I forget, we were doing, uh, I think it was one of the food drives or, or uh, yeah, it was a food drive of some sort. And my radio wasn't working in the truck. And I didn't realize there's like a rocker switch, like on, on, on. There's newer, a switch that turns it off. New yep. vehicles now. Obviously, you've got volume switches and stuff like that all on the steering wheel. So you don't have to fumble with your dashboard. Well, the volume is on the right hand side of my steering wheel. And, you know, the top button is volume up. The bottom button is volume down. What you don't realize is there's a button in the middle, too, that if you inadvertently press it will mute your stereo. Yep. And 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 I did that by accident. I guess I reached in and grabbed the steering wheel. Sure. Middle finger must have hit it or something like that and tapped that button enough. It was sensitive enough that it muted my stereo. I was furious. Remember, I, remember I, I asked you to bring wrenches. I was like, you bring some wrenches. Oh, that's right. I, that was that I wanted day. to dis- yeah. Did, yeah, disconnect yeah. my battery. I was yeah. like, I was trying to reset everything in the car. I was so angry yeah. that it didn't happen. When it turns out, um, I called uh, Josh over at Earnhardt. I was like, Josh, he was my service writer. I, I go, Josh, dude, what the hell? He goes, uh, go to your steering wheel. Press there, button. press this button right back in. Yeah. Save, save your trip into the shop. Yeah. I was like, thank you, Josh. Appreciate and then go look man. at yourself in the mirror. Yeah, because you're an idiot. What's up? Hey, you know, you're talking about uh, things that vehicles have or don't have. Yeah. With all the technology that they have. Why haven't they invented heated wiper blades yet? I, I was think they have that. Flag. I think there's... I think there's a vent oh. that comes up the uh, that goes up the actuator arm on the wiper blade that will push heat out of it from the engine. I think there is. I, I, I think that's part of it. I don't think it's a feature, but I think it is a way that they adjust the airflow for the wipers. I, I, I'm with you on that, though. I'm surprised they're yeah. not automatically heated too. makes sense. I would assume because they're rubber and the heat might soften the rubber. Yeah. I was driving uh, home from Flagstaff um, Monday afternoon, and uh, I happened to reach out the window and grab the wiper blade and <laughs> snap it against the windshield to kind of try to the break ice off the of it? ice yeah. off it as I'm going down the road. What you really need is a heated nice. credit card. Yes. That'll do just as well. Or a cassette case. <laughs> a cassette case, you open it backwards so that you can lean on the yes. plastic. Yes. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> All right, see All you right. later, bud. That is good. Yeah. Yes, I think those are the more effective ways of scraping the ice off your windshield. Ah. And uh, you know what you need is a feature to keep your arm warm as you're reaching out to wipe off your windshield <laughs> with a towel. Like a sleeve or something like that's that, like a windsock or something. That, that's what your car needs. You know what's funny is they do have like, you know, you get the uh, the roadside kit. That comes with your car, you know, your jumper cables and all that stuff sure. like that. They never, no car manufacturer has ever included a, an ice scraper. <laughs> they never include the, I mean, you've got the jack, you've got the little lug wrench, you've got the little, you know, the, the, the road flares, the sign. Nobody has ever put an ice scraper as standard equipment as part of your roadside. The lobbyists package. from the ice scraper industry are very effective. Big ice oh. is slippery. <laughs> So now, as we sit here, 
and consider stupidity, boy, it is there in abundance all around us every day. And that's why we present the Mark and Neanderthal Dumbass of the Day. 28-year-old Paradise Thornton is that, our gal today. That's the name? Paradise, yeah. Oh, what, my is, goodness. Isn't that a pretty name? That sounds like paradise to me. All right, all right, all right. She hails from Lafayette, Louisiana. Yeah, of course she does. But recently she spent some time staying at the Sunbelt Lodge in Abbeville, Louisiana. Okay. When Paradise checked out of the Sunbelt Lodge, she did so in something of a hurry. And you know that haste makes waste, of course. And she left a couple of items behind. Now, I guess when she left and she wasn't there anymore, that was kind of, you know, for the staff there, that was Paradise Lost. I see what you did there, yeah. That's a a literary reference to an epic John Milton poem. I like what you did there, yeah. 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 That's nice. It's a smart show. (laughs) It wasn't until a few hours later that Paradise realized she had left some things behind and returned. To the Sunbelt Lodge. You know what the thing about that is? What? When she returns, it's yeah. almost paradise. True, yeah. yeah, yeah. Reference to a uh, Mike Reno and Wilson duet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See what you did there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she returned to the Sunbelt Lodge demanding her things back. Would that be a return to paradise? <laughs> it might be. Unfortunately, the staff didn't have her things anymore. They didn't Uh-oh. have them because they had called police. Paradise was told that the police had her things now, which made her take off again because what Paradise had left behind was two cans of Arizona iced tea oh. with fake bottoms, oh. both filled with large quantities of meth. Oh. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Paradise was rounded up a, a little while later and is now being held with no bond. You know, if somebody wrote a play about this, I guess you could call that Paradise Theater. I think so, That's yeah. That's a reference Maybe. to a Sticks album. Mm-hmm. Yep. My guess is she will not be visiting Paradise City anytime soon. <laughs> no, probably not. Okay, then. That's a Guns N' Roses reference right there. You're welcome. Paradise Thornton right there. There's your Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. I think that was a beautiful story you just told. <laughs> Sponsored by Ride Now Power Sports at RideNow.com. Today we've got a nice sunny day. Finally. Yeah, it's beautiful. Not a cloud to be seen. A couple of rainy days right in a row. So now you can, you know, get a clear view ahead of you. And feel free to hitchhike. And read the sign that says, <laughs> do not pick up hitchhikers. They oh, still haven't caught mind. those guys yet who escaped from Florence. And so... The signs are up reminding us not to pick up hitchhikers as if that were necessary this day and age. Yeah, I, I we mean, all know that, right? I, I, again, I'm trying to think of the last time I actually saw a hitchhiker. I've lived here in the valley over a decade. Uh, never seen one. Well, never, how about, never seen a hitchhiker. How about you getting onto an entrance ramp for a freeway and you see somebody with a sign you know, that says L.A. or something? Nothing? Nope. Never seen so that. You see that occasionally, but... Yeah, no, I mean, I'm literally, that's how infrequently I've seen hitchhikers. I And if I have, I haven't noticed them. Yeah, it's just a terrible idea in general. Yeah, no, it, it's bad planning on everybody's part. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it's, I mean, you could get murdered. Yes, it's hard to believe that we used to do that. And pick up hitchhikers, yeah. you know, here and there, and hitchhike here and there. Yeah, it's still really- a thing. I remember, and, and again, even the term hitchhiking to me, because again, growing up in the Northeast, we used to call it thumb and a ride. Yeah, it's coming right. Yeah. We never use the word hitch. Or you hitchhike. just shorten it to hitch. We, yeah. would say, you know, hey, you gonna hitch? Yeah, well, I think I'll hitch. Yeah, we're thumbing. Yeah, yeah we're so. thumbing to go go down the cape. And we're gonna thumb. Hey, just want to comment on your hitchhikers. Back in the nineties, I used to pick up hitchhikers. I traveled a lot between Vegas and Phoenix, and I would pick up. You know, somebody be having a thumb out. You look at them before they got in my car. 
if they had a backpack, which they always do, you know, make them put it in the back seat. And when they get in the car, I tell them, look, I have a gun. If you do anything stupid, you're going to get 10 in you. Wow. And uh, it's never been a problem because people appreciate it. You're trying to help them out getting across. So what you're saying is once they knew that you had a gun and could do anything you wanted wow. to them, they were relaxed and it was a nice ride? <laughs> no. No. Smart guy. You know what I told I told them I would put ten slugs in them if they did anything stupid. Very comfortable. And yeah. they're always like they put their hands up and they're like, Look, buddy, I just need a ride and you know, it was always a very good experience for the for them, for myself and you know what? Also driving back and forth. People needed a ride and there's good people out there hard working or trying to find a job or something that just need needs help out there and hey right. what goes around comes around yeah. in my yeah. world yeah. okay all right there are, well, good, there are good people out there who are offering to help up uh, to, to pull over and be good samaritans and tell you that they'll shoot you 10 times <laughs> no. those are good it people it wasn't that wasn't what frightened the hitchhiker it was his specificity 10, yeah. times, Ten times not 9 pal not 11 by the way i Ten. think yeah well 11 would be excessive <laughs> in case you're wondering <laughs> Just, uh, uh, you know, I don't know. In my know. world, it's a crazy thing to do. But 480-470-KSLX, just curious if you've done any of that lately. Lately? Lately. Excerpt here from a quick story we just heard. Okay. Uh, a lady called in said back in high school, she and her girlfriend needed to get somewhere. High yeah. school girlfriend, you mm -hmm. know, two high school girls, yeah. seniors or whatever, and uh, they decided to, to hitchhike. So we started putting our thumbs out, and we noticed this guy come driving up, and we were kind of like on a sidewalk, kind of up a little bit higher than what the car was. And we noticed uh, as he pulls up, he had his pants down and he was saluting us. Mm -hmm. uh, needless to say, we booked out of there and cured us of hitchhiking altogether. <laughs> yeah, my cured guess is that hitchhiking. Yeah, the yeah. location the location of that hitchhiking incident was coastal because the man was clearly a lighthouse worker. Yes, you he know was. Yeah, you know, I it, well, I think this may be one of the last times I hitchhiked was in college. We went to see ZZ Top in Rochester, New York. Thirty eight okay. special opened the show. Wow. And this was 16 miles from where we lived back at the campus in Brockport. Okay. And our ride flaked out on us, the ride back. Son of a bitch. From the Rochester War Memorial to the campus of Brockport State. Right. And we hitchhiked. And at one point, we got picked up by a guy in a truck. So there's like three of us in this guy's truck. He was in the, in the truck or like in the back of the pickup truck. Uh, in in the cab. Okay, in the cab. It was like an eighteen wheeler. Uh, no, no. He, but the, but there was enough room in, oh, the, in okay. the front, and there was you know a little All room right. there. Um, but he was wasted. I mean, wasted. Wow. And so at the first light that we could get out, we just hopped out of the car and said, "This is far enough." And that was one of the that was one of the times where I was like, "Okay, this is a bad." That's just one of the reasons this is a really bad idea. You know, what was weird is I don't think. I think we never, uh, we never, we wouldn't thumb a ride as kids because we were afraid that one of our parents or our parents' friends would drive by us and see us oh hitchhiking and then tell our parents. I just thought of another story. I saw your kids. I saw your kid. Hey, man, I saw Paul on the side of the road thumbing yeah. a ride. Yep. If I ever came home and my father found out I was hitchhiking, the belt. 
Yeah, it was on. Yeah. I mean, that was like, uh, for whatever reason, because he would have been mad that I was putting myself in danger, possibly himself in danger, you know, whatever happened. You know, the horror stories. What if he gets the phone call from the police because I was hitchhiking? Right. Now I'm in the morgue. Yeah. No, it's scary stuff. No, no. Here's another crazy one. And and it has to do with the safety aspect or the lack of safety aspect. Sure. I was driving in my hometown. I was probably a senior in high school and standing on a corner very close to my house was one of the teachers at our junior high who lived around the corner from me. Okay. I'm like, oh, my God, that's Mrs. C right there. Right. And I knew her daughter. I knew her son. I knew the whole family. I was like, let me pick her up. Because she was thumbing, she was hitching a ride. No kidding. Yeah, and I'm like, this is crazy. So I picked her up. I'm figuring I'm not going to do anything to her. So wherever she's going to get to, I can get her there safely. So I actually drove her. It was this really weird bar that I dropped her off at. Oh, so, <laughs> and, um, did, you, now, did I, you have her for a class? No, I oh. never did. I'm not even sure she knew me. I'm not even sure she knew who I was. But I dropped her off. I drove back home. Like the next day, I mentioned it to my mom, and I said. And I, I told her, and she goes, yeah, I, I think she has a drinking problem. I, I bet. And, and she actually did. I found that out years later. I am not, uh, I'm not trying to cast aspersions. I bet a lot of people who have to spend five, six hours, seven hours a day with children drink heavily after, <laughs> afterward. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. I have no doubt it's got to be tough. If you think having one kid is tough, and I don't have any kids for the obvious reasons, but imagine having... 30 in your room well for six hours a day if you learn your classroom management skills oh look at you it's just a day at work okay mr cotter sunny 60 degrees beautiful it's, uh, the first time all week i've seen the sun shining through the shades here yeah it's been so cloudy you know what's in fact i got an email yesterday from this gal bev who uh sent pictures of her neighborhood okay she said and this is it never happens. I like it's never happened to me. She goes, my neighborhood off Seventh Street in Union Hills was hit by a microburst. Looks like somebody went in and destroyed my whole neighborhood with a bulldozer. I have shingles in my pool, and someone's paint blo- paint bucket blew into my backyard. And the picture she has, there are trees like torn up by the roots, out of the ground, big trees too, and several roofs here with shingles just torn off in sheets. That. I, I see it every time there's a storm like that, but it's never happened anywhere near where I live. Well, you know what a microburst is. Well, a microburst is when you get the big, you know, wind whipping and everything, and it's 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 sudden and it's fairly quick, right? It's a thunder a uh, 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 thunderstorm fart. It's a thunderstorm fart. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, it's a. All right. Imagine, if you will, you've got pressure building up in the lower nether regions. <laughs> all right, and suddenly you release it quickly. Okay. All right. Now, the the definition of a microburst is a localized downdraft of extreme pressure <laughs> released very fast. You know that it's a downdraft of extreme pressure? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. That's, a, that's Yeah. Microbursts are thunderstorm farts. You're welcome. I didn't know. It was not covered in my freshman year weather and you course. Yeah. Well, you should have paid attention. Maybe you should have taken the second year. <laughs> <laughs> Thunderstorm. Possibly. Yeah. yeah okay. What a microburst is. I like my, and I think my definition is far more understandable. Yeah. Somebody says to you, oh my God, what happened in this neighborhood? Thunderstorm fart. Yeah. Yeah. Well, funny, when you first started saying that, I didn't know what you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Now you do. I don't. Ready? 
Very Here's proud a, of myself. Uh, yeah, I know you are. I, you know, I was just going to say, I got an email from a guy named Joe. Uh, he goes, this is my roof. I now have an insurance adjuster because he's got a microburst tore wow. shingles off of his roof. I would prefer the preferred nomenclature now is thunderstorm fart. Thunderstorm fart? Yes. Is, which, yes. Yeah. Thunderstorm fart is what they're called now. Not microburst, thunderstorm fart. I'm hoping one of the meteorologists will use that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that should be good. What's up, man? Hey, I just wanted to let you know, 35th and between Dunlap and Northern, the, a microburst took down five power poles. Yeah, I did see some of that in the. Yeah. Pa- in, no, I was going to say in the paper online. I saw that. Yeah, they, I mean, I mean, the, the downdraft from a microburst can be 150 miles an hour, quick. It was crazy. I've never seen that much damage, though. I've been here all my life, and I've never seen it that bad. It's like it's out. like a tornado, if it were on yeah. a crossbow. It used to be just a little dust devil. Now it's kicking their asses. Hello, it's Mark and Neanderthal. Good morning, fellas. What's just up? To let you know that the. Uh, the uh, so-called monsoon seasons around here will never, ever be the same. <laughs> yep. Yep. Thunderstorm fart. You're gonna, you're gonna, that's the word you're going to hear. I'm, I'm hoping that maybe one of the weather people will use it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. As, 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 gorilla, as gorilla monsoon would say to Bobby Heenan, highly, highly unlikely, unlikely brain. brain. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks for checking in. By the way, Thunderstorm Fart also a great band name. If you're thinking about yes. thinking about putting a band together, they, yeah. I think they're playing the Mason Jar, Mr. Lucky's. I'm not sure. I, mean, I, th- I saw them at Mr. Lucky's. Yeah. yeah. Great band. Yep. Let's do this thing, shall we? All right, so what's going on, Guido? What do you got for us this morning? All right, let's uh, let's check out some of the audio from a couple stories you may have missed. Uh, a recent statement from Dr. Fauci is making some headlines. Hmm? Infectious disease expert Dr. Anthony Fauci yesterday said that two face masks are likely more effective than one at preventing the spread of the coronavirus. Said Americans, mm, this makes my neck too hot. <laughs> my, yeah. Yeah, the double bagger is something that has always been, it's been long advocated. You should always have the double bagger. Two masks is a pain. You know, I have the gator and occasionally I wear another one. It's a, it's a leather mask with zippers all over it. My friend Zed loaned it to me. Yeah. And, uh, it's very warm in there. I can tell you that. But it doesn't spread disease. So you got that going for you. Which is nice. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, there's actually another, uh, round of warnings coming from medical experts, uh, against a recent trend to get fuller lips. Oh. Doctors are warning people against a new beauty craze started by a TikTok influencer where you smother your lips with cheap, over-the-counter erection cream to make them look bigger. Well, that's just stupid. (laughs) That stuff doesn't even work, so I'm told. (laughs) You can get erection cream over-the-counter? Yeah. yeah. I'm asking for a friend. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. What else, Guido? And uh, speaking of balls, uh, Aaron Rodgers has uh, the possibility of being traded and uh, a response from Mark Murphy, president and CEO of the Packers. Oh. I don't think that there's any reason why I wouldn't be back, but there's there's not many absolutes, as you guys know, in this business. I'll say this. There's no way in heck <laughs> that Aaron is not going to be on the Packers. I mean, he's going to be the MVP of the league, might have had his best year ever. He's our unquestioned leader, and, you know, we're not idiots. 
All right. I, I think Aaron Rodgers will be on the Packers next season. And nope. I do know that Aaron Rodgers uh, in the coming weeks will be a guest host on the show Jeopardy, I'm a, show, a show he loves. Go ahead and disagree with you there. I think Aaron Rodgers will be the Los Angeles Rams head uh, quarterback there next year because he said on Sunday that he doesn't know what his future is, but it is, quote, a beautiful mystery. Mm-hmm. And the general manager of the L.A. Rams yesterday, Les Snead, Reference the exact same phrase saying, you know, the future is a beautiful mystery. So don't be surprised if the Rams end up with A.A. Ron on their team next year. Yeah, I'd be surprised on that one. Well, we'll see. This, that's classic sports BS right there. The whole, we'd be idiots if we let him go means we're taking offers right now. Call me now. All right. There's our top sound bites of the day at 100.7 KSLX. Good job, Guido. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work. They're illegal. With a free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Dramatic pause. A dramatic pause says something without saying anything at all. Dramatic Pause is a go-to for podcasters, presidents, and radio voiceovers. It makes you look really smart, even if you're not. Feet deserve a go-to like that. Like Hey Do Choose. Light, comfy, good to go to.